Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Pass Molina, good turn of foot there from Aziz Bates, looks up, gets a cross in. Clearance not, uh, oh, it's light deflection, oh, and it's a goal for yes. Australia. Craig Goodwin has scored from a long way out. Heavy deflection, completely wrong-footed. Emiliano Martinez, Enzo Fernandez, the midfielder, is the culprit. And Australia have a goal in this round of 16 clash. Yeah, we're down 2-1 at that stage. And was it possible? We were going to get back and equalise. In fact, it went down to the last 30 seconds. The man who's part of SEN's uh, global game host, he's also a former Socceroo, as part of SCN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, is joining us, Alex Brosk. How are you, Broski? I'm very good, very good. Uh, still hurting from this morning. Um, the boys were incredible once again and, and did us uh, all extremely proud. But obviously losing uh, in the way we did, seeing Argentina scrambling to try and, you know, waste time and do whatever they could to, uh, to get over the line. I mean, it's, it's, it's great to see an Australian side being able to do that. How was how the support by Australia? by Australians all around Australia. I've never seen anything like it in public spaces all around the joint. It's just beautiful to see, and it's so good when Australia can unite for the one cause. Look, it is, and I think what these players probably don't realise is, is exactly how big that moment was. You know, I mean, we saw it you know, back in 2006 with that incredible generation of players, and, and they got out of the group and faced Italy, but... I don't think even what we, you know, the, the scenes that we saw this morning, I, I don't think we even saw them back then. It was incredible. Every city was, was packed wherever there was a TV, people in front of it. And it was so good to see. I mean, I saw the scenes and just thought, imagine, you know, replicating, and I know it's hard, but replicating that every week and having stands full in the A-League, you know, and how good that would be. And I think, I think they, they, look, there'll definitely be a buzz heading back into the A-League starting this weekend, which, which should benefit from that. But, Look, I think what the players have done for um, in, in the whole country, just seeing you know how they united everybody, um, they should be incredibly proud. I mean, I know it's difficult for them to see it all being over there, but once they come home, um, oh, look, we're lucky as well. We've got so many of them playing in the A League. I think everybody needs to get out there, show your appreciation. These guys are heroes. I mean, what what they did in incredibly difficult circumstances against some of the best players on the planet uh, to stand up to them, to fight against them, to show the Aussie way against them, which we were hoping to see. We saw it. Um, you know, these guys, when they come home, de- deserve to be to be honoured by people going out to see them every week. Absolutely. And, w- you know, we did have the Argentinians. They were nervous, weren't they, towards the end of that, that game. But to focus on a, a, a negative, unfortunately, but Matty Ryan's mistake, Alex, unfortunate way to finish a tournament for a man that was just, he was sensational through the entire tournament, wasn't he? Ah, uh, he was, and and he'll be he'll be hurting from that, no doubt. Anybody, you know, in in that situation would. But um, look, I'm sure the players would have gotten around him, and uh, he's been such an incredible player for us over the years. And I know there was a lot of um, you know chat about Mitch Langrak having come in, but I think he proved a lot of people wrong. You know that he deserved to be there. He's our skipper. We should have backed him from the beginning, and it was just an unfortunate mistake. You know, it's not the first one we've seen in this World Cup. Won't be the last one. Mm. 
you know, so it's uh, it's, a, it's a harsh way to go out. But in saying that, like I said, you know, we, we got one back. We got a, a lucky goal back. Um, and we had the Argentina coach throwing the ball on the field, trying to waste time. We had their players diving all over the place. Uh, things you don't typically see when Australia and Argentina play against each other. So, again, it was it was great to see. And what I love about World Cups, doesn't matter what code, uh, Alex, is, is about the opportunity that it, it gives the exposure to some players that, that those around the world may not have, have heard of or seen before because reading after the tournament that Grand Quell, the young 18-year-old, has, has signed a contract with Newcastle and could head over there very, very soon. So the great exposure this Australian side has, has given its players, the World Cup, and the tenacity they've shown has, comes up with great results like that for young Quell. Oh, look, and he's not the only one, you know. There's a few players that uh, have recently gone overseas, a few younger players. Cammy Devlin's another one. Joel King's another one who's overseas. So we've got a lot of young players that have gone over. Um, and I actually, look, I, I honestly didn't expect much from this World Cup. I didn't think we'd get out of the group. I thought they'd be a good learning experience for them. The kids, while they're now, have made that move to Europe. You know, now in the next couple of years is a big opportunity for them to get into those big leagues. Um, and in four years' time, I thought we'd be a lot better... Uh, better for it, but I mean they surprised everybody. They were incredible. The fight, the hunger. I mean, I only spoke about that Aussie spirit that that we were going to show. And to be honest, we hadn't seen it throughout the whole of qualifying. So I, I doubt it was there. Mm. How do we capitalize for each other? It, it was incredible. How do we capitalize now with the A League? We've got these stars that are coming back to Australia. We start playing again this weekend. How how do we get fans to the games? How do we get people watching it on television? What, what, what does Soccer Australia need to do now with the A-League to promote these players? Or what, what would you do, Alex? This is your opportunity. We're at fever pitch about football in this country. What do you do now if you're the A-League? Well, you said it there, right? You, you promote the players. The goal, I think there's seven or eight players that are in the A-League that were part of that squad. Get them, get them out there, you know. Get them as much as exposure as we can. Like I said, get people knowing that they're playing on the weekend, be it in Adelaide where Craig Goodwin, who scored against Argentina, is going to be playing. You know, get people going out there to, to see him, to watch him play. You know, this, guy, this is a guy who scored against Argentina, and we can watch him in Adelaide every every week. Grant Qual, he's not going to Newcastle till January. You know, fans at the Mariners need to go out and see him every week until that happens. So that's how I think they capitalise on it. You know, market the guys that were there and, and you know, make them the heroes that they are. Yeah, well sold. Well sold. I, I'm definitely going to be watching a lot more A-League after it. I've uh, got in my blood now for the next uh, next few weeks. Uh, Graham Arnold contract situation. <laughs> I, I need to I need to, um, to say, Alex, I'm a huge fan of of um, of Graham Arnold and his contract situation. Does it make sense that they've waited to see how the World Cup campaign played out? Look, I think it's just the way it goes. If we'd gone there and, and been, you know, humiliated and it had gone how it did, say, for Qatar, um, then, yes, there's no point him having re-signed or, you know, because things can change quickly. I think it doesn't matter whether he'd signed, not signed. It all depends on results. I think the fact that there were a lot of people calling for his head, like, like you said there, I'm a big fan because I've been coached by Arnie. I've got a good relationship with him. Um, and I, I think he was... Definitely the right man for the job. Did I expect what happened? Absolutely not. I think he's gone far and beyond that. But I, look, I'd love to see him stay. I think uh, having spoken to him over a few years, I know how stressful it's been on him. But look, I, I would love to see him stay at least till the Asian Cup next year and, and uh, keep guiding these young boys. Alex, he seems a bit old school. Is that his coaching style? <laughs> 
He is, but he's, he's super intelligent. You know, he knows the mind of a player. He knows um, how things have evolved from when he was young. Things aren't the same, you know, when he was a player to what players think, how they act now. So he's very adaptable. He knows, um, like I said, the, the inside out of how a player thinks. And he's very, very switched on with that. He knows how to get a good group. You know, he won't bring anybody in that might uh, disrupt a good group. Um, and that's what's so good about him. Based on the performances so far now, now we're down to the well, final six, uh, 16, but some have moved through to the uh, the quarterfinal stage. Based on performances, who raises the World Cup trophy in Alex Brock's mind? Oh, look, I, I, I'll, I'll have a much clearer picture after Brazil play without Neymar if he's, if he's not yet fit. I think Brazil with Neymar fit, uh, they lift the trophy. I thought Argentina, but... You know, getting out of the group, they weren't impressive against us. They weren't impressive um, because we didn't allow them to be. So I feel like, uh, you know, stronger opposition potentially will, will run over the top of them. Um, look, so I think if, if Neymar's fit, Brazil wins it. If not, I'm going to say France. I'm going for Japan. That's who I'm on. <laughs> You're right, so I've just, put okay. the, I've just put the kiss of death on them. They'll lose uh, early to, tomorrow morning. Um, look, it's been a fascinating World Cup. We've we've all gotten up early. I mean, like you, I don't know how you're doing it every single day. Do you know what day it is? Do you know what time it is? <laughs> well, uh, uh, no, no. You know what? I've um, I've got the flu as well, and, I, and uh. my wife said, you know, the last time you you were sick was eight years ago when, when the last when the World Cup was on. So I think this all this wake. Oh, we've lost it. It just does something to the body, uh, but it's great. I love it. So, so. We enjoy it, mate. We'll look forward to the global game on SCN. You can listen to that uh, via your local station or get it via the SCN app. Uh, Alex Brosk, thanks for your time, mate. Get well. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time.